Welcome back to Crazy Careers to Consider, the podcast, as our title says, about unusual careers that are out there. Uh, I am Tim, and your lead, I'm your lead host for today, and with me is my co-host, Zen. Yes, I am the non-lead host today. So, <laughs> <laughs> Get in the backseat. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> today, we're uh, once again doing our second round of uh, lightning rounds. Um, in our lightning rounds, we do a quick overview of some interesting careers out there that we find interesting, but uh, we couldn't find a lot of information about how to get into the field. So we're going to have like all the ac- occupational backgrounds and trends and forecasts for how these are going to do. Um, but we find them nonetheless very interesting. And if you didn't listen to our podcast last time, we talked a little bit about being a hippotherapist, a color consultant, a flavorist, a fragrance chemist, and a horticultural therapist which were all pretty interesting, so check them out. And that'll give you kind of a, a preview of the, the craziness we're in store for this week. Yep. And if I do find more information about those careers, of course, we're going to do a full episode on them. But this week, we got an equally interesting set of careers, which includes a nail polish namer <laughs> feng sh- and a feng shui consultant. So make sure to hang out right at, um, and right after our commercial. We'll get back to that. Help! I Need a New Career Podcast is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 Public University. Do you have a career goal? With over 60 certificates, we've helped over a quarter million students achieve theirs, and we can help you achieve yours too. To learn more, you can find us at ce.uci.edu forward slash DCE. And once again, ce.uci.edu forward slash DCE. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. The first one up. Nail polish namer. Yes. <laughs> who knew there was such a job that there are people who do something as specific as na- nail polish? Uh, y- you know, it's... it's uh, <laughs> It's just so funny, but if you know, I, I, um, you know, I, I'm married. I have a wife, and she gets nail polish. We've gone to the, the, the nail salon and whatnot. And it's funny because you you look through the, the, the huge array of nail polish, right? I mean, it's it's bonkers, baffling. How yeah, large the selection is. <laughs> no, and so there's like 20 different colors of red, shades of red, and they're all named these like really really crazy names. Um, yeah. And I, I, it's, I guess there's someone who names those. Okay. So I got, okay. So it obviously, um, this probably gentleman or woman works in marketing. They are choosing names to exude what kind of, um, attitude the person who wears it may have Mm -hmm. because, But um, I also found out that there are, this is not unique to nail polish. So, um, hang on for once. It's like paints, too. I'm sorry? I think paints. Because, I mean, you've all gone to the paint store and looked at, like, a paint for your your house, like, internally on the wall. And you'll see things that, like, that say dolphin. (laughs) You're like, dolphin. Or, you know, misty mood something like that. And it's some color for a, a, a gray green type of thing. Um, yeah. So I, so I guess this is very similar. Well, apparently at Ikea, 
one person is in charge of naming everything in IKEA. Wow. I imagine if that's your job. You must you must be interested in like a dinner party. Yeah. And I think it might be the owner's wife, mm-hmm. but that's her only job is to name every single item that is produced at IKEA. Huh. And that's how important names are to a product. Mm-hmm. And for Pixar, if which Pixar is part of Disney films, the person who names all the movies at Pixar makes seven hundred thousand dollars a year. That's crazy. And he um, came up. It's like, what should I name this? Up? Let's name it Cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the funniest example if you think about it. I named the movies Cars. <laughs> What's the movie about? Well. It's- cars it's, it's kind of like what is that like a two two hundred thousand dollars uh two hundred thousand dollars a letter oh my god cars. <laughs> now i want to go look at look through those like isn't wally also one yeah wally that's the name of the guy yeah. so i mean shoot that, that, that sounds like a pretty good career to me, actually. But but you know what? You're, you're right about this. If you think about, okay, think about the competitive nature of something like this. Nail polish naming, right? Yeah. Um, you, you go to a store and there's a whole section of nail polish, right? And you're like, I want red. So are, I think more people are probably more inclined to pick out something that doesn't just say red on it. And yeah. it has some crazy name to it, like Sunburst Sunrise or Cherrylicious. <laughs> or Lust. Yeah, you know, or something like that. Indie, you know, people are probably more inclined to pick that out than just red. Right. You know, so I guess in a sense, it's a good marketing play. So for sure. Um, I'm going to move on to our second one. And this one is a personal favorite. of mine. (laughs) This is a good one. It's it's just good. When I saw the list, I was like, okay, this this is out there. But I I know it exists. So this one is called a pickup artist instructor. Um. Or there's there's an acronym for it. it's a PUA. I will pick oh up God, They even have an acronym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is uh, this is something that that definitely actually exists. It's real. Um, and and so what this is, if you've ever seen the movie Hitch a while back, yeah, um, it's kind of based on well, not based on that. It's not based on the movie. The movie is based on that. Um, but it's someone who is trained. Um, it's someone. It's it's training someone to. Um, has who has difficulty meeting women. <laughs> so it's training a man to help them, I guess, feel confident, exude that confidence and to find a woman. Um, and you know, there, there are like these, they're almost like life coaches in a sense, right? You have life coaches for certain things. And this is, this is a field where someone works with someone who, you know, it, it might sound very funny, but there are some people who have, um, you know, some social anxiety, about certain things or they have, they have issues with confidence and this is someone who can help them kind of get over that and, um, meet someone. Right. I think, I think it's more commonly called more like in nicer terms, like, um, a dating consultant, right. You know, is someone who helps (laughs) you way better than pickup artists. instructor right so it's it's a dating consultant if mm-hmm. you're not confident you don't know how uh how to date or maybe you've been married and you get a divorce you know and you don't know how people you know connect and stuff like mm-hmm. that they give you a better idea on how to chat up somebody mm-hmm. who may be a 
potential mate for you. So, right. Well, I, I, I mean, I think it's honestly, it's, it's kind of, an, it's, you know, there, there are people who, um, struggle with social interaction or like you kind of mentioned them that they might've been through something that kind of makes it difficult for them. And it's, it is kind of cool that there is someone who can help coach these people. Um, and I, I guarantee you it's not cheap. So if, if you're good at this or if it's something you can, you can find out how to be, I bet you can make a pretty decent living. If you, if you put, get a name to your, get a name for yourself in this. Yep. All right. Our third one. Um, remember last, on our last podcast, Tim, we we're talking about animal therapists, mm-hmm. animal therapy, you know, hippotherapists. Yeah. Today I got something extra special. It is animal acupuncturist. <laughs> so this one's actually that the client is the animal, right? Yes. This is for the first time. The client is the animal, yes. but this is one of those things where, I mean, at first you go, Hmm. But afterwards, you go, well, if acupuncture works on people, why couldn't you use acupuncture on animals as well? Mm -hmm. So acupuncture, if you didn't know, is a uh, traditional kind of Chinese medicine that uses needles to stimulate different parts of the body. So if you have pain, what they'll do is they'll take a needle. Some belief is essentially they actually hit certain types of nerves and Mm -hmm. disrupt the sensation of pain. So it makes pain go away. So they're doing the same thing with animals who have chronic pain is that you use the same type of traditional therapy, uh, but just on Fido, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> well, I mean, it's, it's very, very interesting. They're actually, and there are, um, I know we were talking about the hippotherapist and the other things where the, the, the client is not the animal. You know, there are these things like this acupun- acupuncturist for, for uh, animals. There are, therapists for animals. There actually are like uh, psychologists and things like that for, for animals. Um, but this, this is, this is interesting because I think a lot of times um, when you own an animal, they, they can't really tell you when they're in pain, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of times, you know, almost too late when they're in pain. So this, this could be something where it's very, uh, you know, important to that whole process because once you know animals in pain, this might be a way of, of helping them, uh, remove that pain through through something that's a little bit more traditional if that and, yeah and without drugs right or you know so it's 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 an alternative once again it's an alternative medicine mm-hmm. that has been proven to be effective in people mm-hmm. and therefore should be effective in the animals right well because there, there's a lot of animals that are um that either have uh compromised systems that can't be put under to do an operation um and, and if that's the case and this is a way like you said to, to, to help alleviate pain without actual medicine. Right. Um, I wonder if there's chiropractors for dogs. Is Probably. Well. And I'm sure there <laughs> is a little alignment shift yep. for Fido, like you said. Um, all right. So moving on to the fourth one. This is, I'm going to see if I can pronounce this right. It's Ayurveda. Ayurveda healer. I was hoping you would tell me, but. Um, well, the, now we both have a guess. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be right how I'm saying this. Ayurveda. Um, so this is a type of uh, traditional Indian medicine. Um, it's been around forever. It's it's literally thousands of years old. Um, and, and what the what it is, it's a traditional type of healing medicine. Uh, it, it aims at uh, finding balance in someone's body system and incorporates a lot of uh, natural or um, uh, plant based remedies. Um, and it's there's like like a lot of things that come from Eastern influences. It's gained a lot of popularity in Western cultures. 
Um, and there's schools now that are popping up all over the place that, that deal with this. And um, you can even get, there's even some schools that offer certifications um, for Western students, right? <clears throat> and, um, you know, I think, that like like I said, there's there's a there's a big almost it's almost um, I wouldn't say it's trending because a lot of these things just come over here and stick, but uh, our Western countries really kind of latch onto these Eastern traditional types of medicine and healing, and this is definitely one of them. Right, it's Chinese medicine, but instead of Chinese medicine, Indian. Right. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I mean, this is something that um, you know is. is it's more I mean, holistic in nature as well. Right, right. And, and look at this. We actually have something. One of these jobs appears on this, this, this actually appears on Glassdoor, which is pretty crazy. So, ooh, you're an Ayurvedic doctor. You make an annual salary around $140,000. Yep. So yep. not too shabby. Um, but I'm, I'm sure this takes a, an extensive amount of training yep. and knowledge. All right, going on with this kind of nature and balance um, theme. It's a very um, hippie episode. Yes, it is a very hippie episode, with the exception of the pickup artist instructor. <laughs> um, the feng shui consultant. So if you are not familiar with feng shui, is feng shui is a uh, Chinese art and science which teaches about the flow of energy. So... They believe that houses have a natural energy and people have a natural energy. And if you know how to balance that type of natural energy, it will make you healthier as a person. Mm -hmm. So mostly feng shui is used in spaces. So whether it be a home or an office or I don't know, something like, um, outdoor space garden or something like that. It can, um, like, for example, the Chinese believe uh, that um, I actually know one restaurant here in Irvine, California, where they actually open, change the entrance of the restaurant um, to ensure good business. Huh. And, and strangely enough, this, this particular restaurant, I saw five restaurants go in and out of that same space for mm-hmm. like five, like five in like five or six years, a new owner came in, they had a feng shui consultant come in and they changed the entrance from what, I don't know, like East facing to North facing. And mm-hmm. it's the weirdest entrance because now it's no longer facing the parking lot. It's uh, actually, you almost like going into the back of the building, mm-hmm. but that now that restaurant was the first successful restaurant in that spot. And it's been around now for 12 to 15 years. So See maybe that, there is something to it. Well, I think I think I think there is actually, and I think it's one of those things where you know, have you ever walked into uh, most houses? I guess I would say most houses probably aren't like up to feng shui code, right? <laughs> but have you if you ever walked into a house where it, it potentially is, or they maybe they had a consultant, they know they're they're self taught, um, it can have a very calming effect, right? You know, it, it it definitely does almost change the way you you feel. And I think kind of what you're saying is, and I think sometimes the, the layout is all it takes. And that, that's a really interesting story because that's more or less, I mean, furniture and the layout of things, that's something you can notice. But I think most people probably don't notice where an entrance is in a building. So it, maybe there's something that's, that's um, 
<laughs> well, there's definitely a psychological aspect to it, but sure. it's um, spoken about in a f- idea of energy and that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Yep. But like, for example, a feng shui um, is like, for example, if you have a like an office, like a room that's an office, mm-hmm. would you have the desk facing the door? Would you have the desk so your your back is against the door? Mm-hmm. You would always face the door because you want to see people coming in. You would always be at not at ease if you're facing the opposite direction. Who's mm-hmm. looking at my back? Right. And these are some very very basic feng shui, and there's higher levels of feng shui that are even that are much more delicate that well, optimize the room right. and a, a business or a space. Well, think about this: the businesses, right? If you and a couple of things with this, so if if you can become a feng shui consultant and, and it, it's something you can become like your job, right? That's why it's on this list. But some people are self-taught. So they just kind of research this and, and figure out how to do it. They have a very particular interest in it, but you can also um, find formal certification or training in it. Right. Right. And I, I think it's like most of the jobs that we've covered either in, in a full episode or in these lightning rounds, I think how well you do at any of these jobs depends on how driven and devoted you are. To, 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 to that particular field. And I think in this, if you are, are driven, there's, there's, there's no shortage of opportunities probably because you think about some of the big businesses that open up a new building, right? Right. Let's, let's talk about like a building that's, that's huge. Like, you know, Facebook opened up their big buildings up in Northern California, Menlo Park. Um, and these house thousands of employees, you know, right. Um, they are a company that might consult with the feng shui consultant, you know, to get the best, output and have the best environment for their workers while they're there. Right. Um, so those are, I mean, I mean, that would be a huge job, you know? Right. Um, and then, like you said, it could be just as, as simple as like, Hey, you know what? I have a garden in my backyard. I, I want a place in my house that promotes this type of feeling or is calming, you know? Right. And sometimes it's hard to do. It's hard to do on your own. So having someone who knows how to do that might help out. Right. Well, we got our five for this week, and that's all the time we have for this podcast. So if you enjoyed our show, we'd love it if you give us five stars on iTunes or Google Play. Help us increase our rankings so others can find us. And before we leave, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, which offers only the best continuing professional education. If you need a career boost or looking for a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu, and you won't be disappointed. And with that, we're going to bring some more careers to you in the near future. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye, everyone.